Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. Hi there, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are watching from in the world. Today, welcome to Live with Leela. My name is Leela Singh and I'm an executive life and leadership coach and I work with career professionals typically in the technology industry who are looking to overcome their limitations and to uncover their real potential whilst creating new possibilities and all while showing as the best version of themselves. This is what I call life leadership. Today, what is the topic? So if you joined me last week, you'll remember I introduced you to the overall philosophies around personal branding when it comes to your in-person brand or reputation, how you show up in person. And over the next few weeks, I will be delving into that a little bit deeper and introducing you to the five core facets of what I believe are personal branding, important for showing up in person, in the workplace, in your life. So today, first of all, what are the critical facets of personal branding? Today, I'm gonna introduce you to the first one. And my belief is that the first and most important facet, and by the way, they're all important, so you'll hear me saying this for each of them, but this one is kind of your starting point. So the first one and possibly the most important is clarity. In other words, getting clarity on who you are, what you stand for and what you want to be known for. And that is both personally and professionally. This isn't about having one brand in your professional, your career life and another one for the rest of your life. This is how you show up congruently and in alignment with yourself across the board. So the question you might be thinking is, well, how do I even gain that clarity? How, what are the steps to get that? Because I've had people ask me before, how, how do I gain that authenticity? How do I be that person? Who am I? I don't know. And, and so this is not unusual. So if this is you, then it's okay. There are some simple steps and processes you can follow to help you to gain that clarity. And I'm going to introduce you to those steps today. So if you're taking notes, or you want to take notes, grab a pen and paper so you can write this down. So what I'm going to do today is introduce you to how you gain that clarity by breaking down the process into the seven steps that you can work on, develop and improve. And some of them you might have already nailed and you know exactly where you are in that particular area. And then some of them you might never have thought about it before. And therefore it's just something for you now to think, okay, what can I do with this? How can I create this within my brand? And it will require some reflection, some introspection and some self-analysis in order to build a foundation of understanding. 
Okay, so let's get into this. So what are the seven steps? The first one is your purpose. So what I mean by this is getting clear on your purpose, understanding your needs. You may have come across before Maslow and his hierarchy of needs, human needs. So what are yours and where are you in that pyramid that he has created? If you Google it, you'll find Maslow's hierarchy of needs, understanding where you're at, where you can tick things off and where the gaps are. And also then understanding, well, where do you want to get to? Because there is no right or wrong answer to this. It's entirely a personal decision and desire. So understanding your needs is the first part of this. And then also why, your big why you do what you do. And this isn't just in your career. This is in your life as a whole. So you want to be slowing down to this, spending some time thinking about, okay, why do I do what I do? What is it I'm doing? And is there more that I could be doing that actually will get me to where I want to be. So start with the why in mind. And as, for those of you who follow Simon Sinek, you'll have probably seen his uh, teachings around this about starting with the end in mind. What's your why? Why are you doing what you do? So that's your first step. Once you've done that, the next one is identifying your core values. And this will aid you with your decision-making processes. Um, it'll enable you to create a more supportive environment around you by um, connecting with people who have the same values, the same outlook as you do, who are supportive of you and where you want to get to. And also reduce your levels of stress because when you're aligned to your core values and it's easier to make those decisions, you don't feel out of kilter. You'll feel more calm, controlled, um, or in control, shall I say, of your life and be able to manage any potential stresses a lot more easily. Understanding your core values will also provide you with greater motivation because when you're aligned to them, it helps you to get that clarity about what you want, how you're going to get there and propel you forward. So it increases your motivation and it also improves your joy and happiness, which is what we all want to experience. So. That's your second step is your values, understanding or identifying and then understanding your core values. And you can start with three or four. You don't have to have a long list of 20 or 30. Three or four is absolutely fine. So again, slow down to that and think about what are my core values in my life? What are my non-negotiables? And I'll give you a few examples of some that might resonate with you to help to get you into that mindset, into that thinking around this. And that these are, Things like integrity, being in integrity with yourself, boldness, being bold. Is that a value? Is it about taking risks? Is that important to you? Honesty and trust, how important are they for you? What about accountability? Are you accountable for your actions? Do you take responsibility? Do you follow through on what you say you're going to do, which again aligns with integrity? So what is important for you? What about commitment? Commitment to yourself, commitment to what you say or do, commitment to other people when you say you're going to do something, do you follow through with that? What about passion? Is that an important value for you? Being passionate about what you do, having fun. Maybe it's about continuous learning and growth. How important is that for you? Being a lifelong student, is that something that resonates for you? Maybe it's about constant improvement and growing towards leadership role in your career. Is leadership important for you? Is that a value? And by the way, as you have heard me say before, being a leader doesn't mean your job title only. You can show up as a leader from now. 
This doesn't have to be until you get that job that says I am a leader. We can all be leaders of our life and as a consequence of that, inspire and influence the people around us. So is leadership important for you? What about diversity? Is diversity a core value for you? Is innovation, perhaps teamwork is important for you? Simplicity. There's so many things, there's so many. You could probably Google this and get a list of hundreds of potential values. So identify your top three or top five values that will help you to move forward by making it easy for you to uh, make decisions when you have choices presented to you and also to feel more focused, in control and motivated in your actions that you take and the progress that you are making. The third step is about perspective and creating a vision for your life. So what is your perspective on your life? What's your vision for where you want to be or whether that's a one year, three year, five year plan, where you want to be in, in 10 years time? have a vision and create the milestones to enable you to get there and allow it. I'd invite you to consider this, allow it to be fluid because if we don't allow it to be fluid, that's where we potentially miss opportunities. So although you have a vision, it's not about the how to get there essentially. It's about understanding first of all, what it is you want, what that vision looks like, and then creating some broad milestones that you know will assist you in getting there. But the ultimate how the, the kind of the detail around that is something that will come over time. So vision, what is your vision for your career, your life? This will enable you to have more focus and direction in where you are heading. It will help you in making your decisions when you're presented with choices and it will most importantly avoid you drifting through life, which is something a lot of people do. They live their life drifting, not really knowing where they're heading, what they truly want, perhaps never feeling happy and satisfied and not realizing that's because they haven't really gained the clarity on what it is they truly want. So create that vision, gain that perspective for your four is people. So cultivating a circle of influence, the people that surround you, people who are your advocates, your mentors, your broader network, people who you can reach out and ask for guidance, for help, for support, people who've got your back, people who perhaps have you top of mind so that when opportunities arise, you're the first person they think of or they recommend you easily without second thought to other people when opportunities come up. So think about your network and your advocates. Have you got a strong circle of influence? And if you haven't, what are you gonna to do to create one? And then we have perception. So we talked about perspective in your vision. Now we're looking at perception. And when I talk about perception, what I mean is discerning other people's perception of you. In other words, your reputation, because oftentimes you will come to realize that the way we see ourselves is not necessarily the way that other people see us. And that's come as a, a big surprise to a lot of my clients when I work with them through this process. Um, and here's something I invite you to consider doing, and that is to reach out to maybe three to five people in your network that you trust, you value their opinion, um, you've got a good relationship with them and ask them to share with you maybe the top three words or phrases that come to mind when they hear your name mentioned. 
and then look at what comes back and how, ask yourself how does that align with how I see myself is this kind of how I see myself or are there things that I would have expected or liked them to say but they haven't and if that is the case and you feel strongly that you want people to see you in a certain light then what can you do differently to have them recognize that trait that attribute in you maybe it's a shift in the way that you show up in the way that you communicate in the way that you carry yourself so slow down to that don't this is not about getting criticism it's about getting critique back on how people see you or how they view your reputation and sometimes it was pleasantly surprise you or actually often it will pleasantly surprise you what people do say and it may be things you've never even thought about before so it can be a long list that if there are things that are really again come back to aligning with your core values that are really important to you then if they're not showing up in that feedback what can you do so that if you went back in a year's time and asked the question to some other people that they would recognize that behavior that trait that attribute in you so that's an exercise you can take away and do over the coming weeks and understanding your reputation it's important to then understand how that aligns with what people say about you when you are not in the room so when they meet you when they work with you and when they hear your name mentioned because feelings create lasting perceptions and this is where you want people to have a good feeling when they hear your name mentioned and then when they talk about you when that, that you're not in the room they'll say a lot of good things about you this is when your reputation begins to precede you so think how are you showing up in the world do you like to show up how do you want to be perceived by other people so as, as i said i invite you as an exercise to reach out to a few people and ask them how they perceive you because this will help you to understand how you are representing your brand right now whether it's good it's okay or it's amazing so reach out to people you know like trust who've got your back who um inspire you and whose opinion you value and then look at what you can do to close the gap if the feedback you have doesn't include things that you would love to see in that um, list of attributes and traits of your reputation and think about what feelings you would want others to experience when they think of you how do you want people to feel when you walk into a room and how can you then create that in the way that you're showing up so that happens effortlessly and you might be thinking well why is this so important and now remember a personal brand is your professional reputation so this part about the perception of people have of you is important and here are some of the reasons why firstly it helps you to stand out in your industry and to others so whether it's hiring managers it's um, decision makers it's people who are for example running big projects so they're always looking to bring people in you want to have that reputation right that has you top of mind you want to establish your talents and your expertise so people know that you were the go-to person in your field and you want to be memorable for the right reasons to those that matter those decision makers those influencers it also enables you to open up professional opportunities that you may never have even considered before simply because of your reputation 
And then it will enable you to build stronger relationships, connections, rapport with people. If you're in a sales role, you'll make it easier to generate more sales and win more business. So these are some of the reasons why it's important to really work on building a strong reputation. So next, number six is passion. Recognizing what lights you up and energizes you versus what drains you. And what I mean by this is understanding when it comes to your day-to-day -day activities in your work in particular is understanding the, because here's the thing, people believe that the strengths are the things that you're good at and weaknesses are things that you're not so good at. My belief around that is actually the strengths are the things that light you up, that energize you, that when you get into that zone, time just flies by and you're really into it and you don't even realize the time. That is what your strength is. And then that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be really good at it because why? We can always improve. We can um, get a mentor or someone to support us, a coach. We can do a training course, whatever it might be, to close the gap. So it might be something that we love to do, but we feel we could be a lot better. And that's okay. We can grow and develop into being an expert in that skill or that area of knowledge. So that's my view of what a strength is. So check in with yourself in terms of, for example, if you're having a conversation about what you want to do next in your career and you're throwing around job titles of what that looks like, slow down and actually ask yourself, what is it you want to be doing? What does a typical day or a typical week look like? Because that's more important. Unless you're simply after the status of having a particular job title on your resume on your um, LinkedIn profile and that's more important that's okay if you're someone who actually wants to enjoy spending those 8 to 10 to 12 hours a day or 40 hours a week or however long you spent at work doing things that energize you make you feel good then you want to check in and understand with yourself what are the things what are the kind of activities day to day that light you up how would you love to be spending your week when it comes to your work really get clear on that and also identifying things that really completely drain you that you just want to avoid completely. This will help you again to gain clarity. And finally, number seven is priority. So where do your priorities lie? And I'm not simply talking about your career in isolation here. This is where it's important to spend some time looking at the priorities in your overall life. And how you can do this is by identifying, for example, let's say the top six or eight areas in your life. So, for example, it could be your career, your family, your health, your finances, your environment, um, your personal development. OK, that, that's just off the top of my head, six things. And to identify the six or eight that are important for you and then spend some time looking at each one and thinking, actually, how important are each of these in my life? because it may be that certain areas aren't as important as others, and that's likely to be the case, in which case, where do you want to prioritize your energy, your time, your efforts? It might be that you're at a point in your career where actually family is more important. Spending time enjoying and creating experiences is more important than moving up the career ladder to be a CXO, for example. And I have clients like that who actually they want to create more balance across their life and therefore um, 
whilst career may have been a priority previously, it no longer is. So less energy will go into, oh, I want to move up the ladder and keep um, aspiring to be, you know, running the company to actually, I'm good with this. I still want to be challenged. I still want responsibility and leadership roles, but also I want to be able to create that balance with my personal life. And that could be you. So be honest with yourself, because what you want to avoid doing is saying, oh, my career is everything, and then actually compromising on every other area of your life and realizing too late down the line that you've made a huge compromise and actually you're not fulfilled, you're not happy, and you've been putting all your time and effort into your career um, to the detriment of those other areas. So be honest with yourself when it comes to identifying your true priorities in your life, what's really, really important for you. So think about the big picture when it comes to life and where does your career fit in? And let me just recap on this. So if you are making notes, you can write this down. There are seven steps when it comes to clarity. So clarity is the first step when it comes to creating a powerful personal brand. And again, just to reiterate for you, when I talk about clarity, it's clarity on who you are, what you stand for and what you want to be known for both personally and professionally. And you might be asking, well, how do I gain that clarity? So a quick recap on those seven steps that you want to spend some time on to understand for yourself is number one is alongside reflection, introspection and some self-analysis to build that foundation. You want to get clear on your purpose, understanding your needs and your why identifying your core values, your principles, your non-negotiables in the way that you show up and the way that you live your life. Creating a perspective, a vision of where it is you're heading, where you want to be in the future. And that timeline is, is fluid. That can be down to you. Some people find it easy to do one year at a time. Some people want a 10 year plan with milestones every year or two. So work with what's comfortable for you. Think about your circle of influence, the people in your space, in your network. Surround yourself with people who lift you up, who inspire you, who are your advocates and have your back. Think about your reputation. How do other people perceive you? And if you have no idea, as I said, I shared with you earlier, a small exercise that you can do that will enable you to gain some insights into what that perception others have of you looks like. And there are so many benefits to understanding that. So go ahead and carry out that exercise at the next opportunity. Maybe start thinking today about, okay, who can I reach out to? Who are the top three or five people that I really trust and whose opinion I value, who know me well, that I could reach out and have this conversation with or email them, ask them to send you back, give them some time to think about it and send you back um, their responses to that. Number six, passion, recognizing what lights you up and what energizes you. And then finally, understanding your priorities across your life and where your career fits into that. So by expending time and energy on gaining this clarity on you and on your brand identity, life becomes so much easier. Decisions become easier, opportunities arise. And because you have that clarity, you'll realize that things will start to occur, opportunities, conversations, so much easier than if you are simply drifting. So this is the first of the five core facets of personal branding that I believe are 
critical to understanding when you're building a powerful personal brand, your reputation and your brand identity. So the question I'm going to leave you with today is, what are you going to gain clarity on who you are, what you stand for and what you want to be known for? What are you going to do? What action are you going to take on the back of today's session to start to gain more clarity and invest some time and energy in that work? I've laid out the steps for you here today. Any questions, please pop them in the comments. I will respond to you. If you'd like to share what comes up for you when you've done some of this work, please do reach out. I'd love to have that conversation with you or share it in the comments. So until next time, remember to elevate your performance, maximize your potential and create new possibilities by showing up as the best version of you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.